Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Mace Denver. At Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friend Heather Taylor and her team at Impact Commercial Real Estate. After all, finding the right location for your business is a big decision. Heather has a nine-person team. Over 50 years of experience. They are hands-on. They think out of the box. They're thoughtful, creative. And this is really what separates great realtors from just your run-of-the-mill realtor. I'm talking about thinking out of the box to make sure you can get what you want through buying, selling, or leasing. I can promise you, you go with Heather Taylor and her team at Impact Commercial Real Estate, you are in great hands. Go to impactcommercial.co. That's impactcommercial.co. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in former Giants tight end Howard Cross, who played his entire career with the New York Giants. He is also a Super Bowl champion, and he is part of the Giants broadcast team howard how are you my friend i'm doing very well with yourself well i gotta tell you if you're a giants fan and you are taking a look at this injury report from today you're not feeling very good about sunday evan ingram did not play starting tight end saquon barkley limited kenny galladay wide receiver limited uh let's go down the list kyle rudolph tight end limited Caden Smith, tight end, limited. Andrew Thomas, starting tackle, limited. Kadarius Toney, another starting wide receiver, limited. What is this Giants offense going to look like on Sunday? Well, I'm not really sure what limited means. You know, the world's definitely changed from when uh, I guess I'm I guess I'm a get off the yard guy when I play. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> I went head-to-head against Lawrence Taylor. There's no such thing as limited when I went against LT in practice. Is that what you're going to say? No, I just think that the world's different. I think that the way that the contracts are structured and I think that the way that that uh, they, they do everything now, that they're trying to keep guys, the, the guaranteed bunnies more, so they try to protect the guaranteed money. Uh, I also think it has a lot to do with fantasy sports but because everybody wants to make sure that the fancy sports are intact. It's all revenue to the league, so it has changed the league a lot. When before, it was more like, guys, go out and play. Let's get it done. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so it's just a little, it's a little, and it's not that the guys are any, because uh, I have a son that plays at college right now at Notre Dame. So it's wait, 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 wait. You're from Alabama. You went yeah. to Alabama. And you let your son go to Notre Dame? I mean, what happened to Nick Saban putting up the fence and not letting Alabama kids leave Alabama? I'm not suggesting he grew up there, but how in the world do you not send your son to Nick Saban? Hey, love Alabama, my school, my choice, my my forever heart. Uh, I'm looking at my son for a lifetime of, 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 of probably being in the Northeast. 
go to a school where there are more Northeast kids from. Right. Like, Subway you know, alumni. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you figure out where the alumni, where your help's coming from. <laughs> if you're going to be in the Southeast, right. go to Alabama. Right. right. If you're going to be in the Northeast or anywhere else, uh, go to a school that has a few more tentacles in that world for you because, again, and a great a great education from all these universities is incredible. The alumni base are always incredible, but the alumni network you, you sometimes you have to check on it just to see how far it goes. I mean, there are a lot of great schools, Stanford, whatever, but Notre Dame has one of the biggest alumni networks there is. I'm like, you may want to look into that. <laughs> but, hey, hey, you know what? You're a good father. In, in New York, Notre yeah. Dame might as well be a hometown school. That's the thing. Even though they're in Indiana, might as well be in New York. Unfortunately, and so um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, Howard, um, you played, of course, for students, and Notre Dame has eight thousand students. You would think it was in reverse. It's it's crazy. It is. Wow. Okay. Um, One thing I wanted to ask you about, Howard. You played, of course, for Bill Parcells earlier in your career, and then you play, and then later on in your career, Sean Payton was your offensive coordinator, and those are two guys who have a really big influence on Teddy Bridgewater, the Broncos' quarterback. Parcells yeah. is a mentor to Teddy, and of course, he played for Sean Payton in New Orleans. What what are those type of influences? What would they have on a player like Teddy Bridgewater? Well, if it's Parcells. Parcells was more about because it's a you know three yards in cloud of dust era. Parcells is more about don't make mistakes. You know the whole quote unquote uh, managed quarterback manager of the of the offense. Uh, whereas Sean Payton was more of you're not the manager, you're the engineer. Mm-hmm. You're going to engineer the offense from from where the calls are coming in, and you're going to get the get the ball moving down the field. So you have two different guys and two different philosophies, even though they're kind of from the same tree. It just grows. Both guys practice and preach. You know, ball security, don't make mistakes. You know, try to end every series in a kick, which is what every probably coach preaches. But, you know, Parcells and Peyton probably preaches it, preached it more specifically. We are talking with Howard Cross, former Giants tight end, spent his entire career there, and now is part of the Giants radio network. Uh, let's talk about your quarterback, Daniel Jones. Is it an unfair statement to say this is kind of like, I know he's in his second year, but is this kind of like a make-or-break year for him? Because I can't even imagine what the New York media is doing to this kid. I think he's like in his third year, right? Third, he's, going in, he's played two years. He's going into his third year, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think when it comes down to Daniel Jones, he is like the benefactor of, of what Eli left behind. Eli kind of played through everything, right? He, he played through great years. He, he won two Super Bowls. And then as the team tried to develop and, and move in a different direction, he played through, okay, we don't have the best offensive line. We'll figure it out. Uh, so when they moved Eli along, Daniel inherits. Uh, what wasn't a great offensive line. The team is now trying to redevelop the team, although they gave them a lot of great receivers, a great, you know, great defense. They got to, you know, rebuild the offensive line. And that's what they're trying to do now, you know, brick by brick, block by block. They're trying to figure out a way to get the offensive line back. Will Daniel live through it or not? Live through it? Uh, live through uh, it? What does that well, mean? Well, 
I think of David Carr every time I think about any <laughs> yeah, one right. player and, and a bad offensive line. Right. Will that player live through it? And that doesn't mean is he gonna not do you know not gonna get hurt or something. It just means will he survive them growing the team around the offensive line? I see a lot of teams that are like uh, who's the kid out in uh, uh, Chicago uh, right Justin now? Justin Fields. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin Fields. He's a great player probably the second best quarterback in the draft. They're not even going to let him touch the field because they're like, you know, we can't protect you. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, is the kid in Jacksonville going to, going to make it because his offensive line is atrocious. Like these quarterbacks, you know, Daniel is just a product of every other team. The offensive lines around the league are so, it's very hard to put them together. It just is. With Andrew Thomas in particular, uh, you know, obviously there were a lot of expectations for him coming in last year. Uh, why do you think he struggled at times in that rookie season? Well, I think the biggest part, well, like some guys were, like he came from Georgia. Georgia's a predominantly run team, mm-hmm. right? And and I, and I know he has to you know, potentially be a great, uh, uh, you know, pass blocker or whatever. But you come from a team that's predominantly run team. You have a COVID season where you're not doing uh, mini camps. You're not doing OTAs. You're not doing anything. You barely have a training camp. You barely have a quote-unquote preseason. And then all of a sudden you have a season. You get what you get. You get a kid who hasn't really worked on his technique or tried to learn new techniques uh, because there's no practice to it. Now the question will be if if this year in this in this full training camp, full OTAs, full preseason, did he learn enough to grow where he can get a lot better? So he should be exponentially better this year. Shouldn't be great. I don't want to make him like, oh, he's gonna be great, mm-hmm. but he should be better and serviceable at the position because he's had more reps and more opportunities. Uh, I think that a lot of guys who are I don't know how I would have done. I played 13 seasons. I don't know how how I would have done coming out of college, coming to the NFL, and not having a preseason, OTAs, uh, a mini camp. If I didn't have any of that, and they, they asked me, like, okay, Howard, here's the playbook. You got it. Let's go. It would have been tough. We were talking with Howard Cross, Super Bowl champion with the Giants. Played 13 seasons there, and now he's part of the Giants radio network. I want to read you a quote from a wide receiver Kenny Galladay saying, when I look in the huddle and see all those guys, I'm excited. But guys have been in and out of the lineup. We might be a little slow to get off. Take what Galladay said and then what you just said about your offensive line, knowing the Broncos' defense the way you do, because I'm sure you've watched plenty of film, how concerned should the Giants be about facing this Broncos defense that is pretty healthy, maybe with the exception of Chubb, but ready to go? So you got Chubb that's a little tinkered. You have um, Vaughn, who is coming off something, who are the two biggest issues for the Giants defense. Yeah, but Vaughn's looked really good. He looks 100% healthy and ready to go. I got you. I'm, I'm just saying, in general, Vaughn's coming off something, and Chubb is a little dinged up. It 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 gives him a little hope because even though Vaughn looks great, it just it just gives him a little hope. 
You can focus a little bit more on Vaughn. Don't worry so much about Chubb. And you can work on things. If you have two healthy guys coming off both edges, you have no, you, you don't have any chance of trying to grow your offense or give them confidence because they're going to like, all right, we got to chip with the back. We got to keep the tight end in. We got to do all this stuff. Now you can bump a guy over. You can slide. You can do a couple things that can try to help out. Uh, as Ron Miller's ready to eat, can't really stop him from eating. <laughs> but that, that's the way it goes. You look at, you look at the, the opportunity. The opportunity here is for, you got, you got one, one side that's really good and one side that's perfect. So the really good side, you can manage. The perfect side, you might need help on. You look for every weakness you can in the opportunity. I'm saying that from my perspective. I'm not speaking from the team's perspective. But by the way, that's how I look at it. As a former tight end, Howard, how closely do you follow tight ends around the NFL? We may have lost Howard. Would you like my opinion on that? On, on what did you I play, think of tight ends. Did you play 13 years of tight ends in the NFL? No, but I've watched 13 years of football, <laughs> and I have a lot to say I hope, about I it. I hope my question didn't chase Howard away. I'm no, no, no. During, yeah. the, uh, during the interview, it kind of cut out a little yeah. bit. Danny, do we still have Howard? We don't. We lost get him. Yeah. Okay. Listen, it was terrific yeah. hearing but what you know he had what to I, say. But you know what I was going to ask him about? It? I wanted to ask him his thoughts on Noah Fant's development. And also, right. Evan Engram in New York. Of course, Engram's dealing with a calf injury. But, you know, Engram's here is going into year five. And then you have and then you have Noah Fant going into year three. These are two of the more interesting young tight ends in the game. And with Engram, it's always been a question of, can he stay healthy with Noah Fant? It's can he kind of take that next step? I'll say this: if Engram does not play on Sunday for the Giants because of that calf injury, makes things considerably easier coverage-wise for the Broncos because he's the one with all if you know with all respect to Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard. Engram is the one guy that can discombobulate you the most, and because he has the speed of a receiver and a tight end's body, right. causes the most problems. I'll tell you what I wanted to ask him before we cut him. I should say before we cut him loose. Yeah, I think his cell service um, failed us. Um, By the way, his daughter goes to Alabama. I know. I so saw that. his daughter at Alabama. And son that. in Notre Dame. Pretty cool. I wanted to know what he thought of Pat Shermer as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Anyway, well, hopefully I have Howard on another hey, time. Joe, Maybe Joe, in the Super Bowl. Hey, Giants coach Joe Judge was talking about going to mass with Pat Shermer. Oh, yeah. There you go. I didn't know. I didn't know they were both religious fellas. Coming up after the break, the Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremonies were today, including Larry Walker. Today's Wednesday. Did you even know that happened? Why did it happen on a Wednesday? That's next. 